Hello, everybody. Welcome to Ben and Chris Talk Football. I am Chris. And I am Ben. And we are here to bring you our opinions on the news, notes, and happenings from around the NFL. What happened in this weekend? Little, little bit of a tough weekend as a uh, Pats fan. Yep, it was. But my banker tank was better. It was. Thankfully, I was not bottom of the barrel. No, I was respectable, 4-2, and two, about 500. Right. You tied uh, for most second. Most teams in the NFC East cannot say that, so I, I, th- I feel like I would um, at least be able to compete in the NFC East. I think you should. I saw a meme today that said LSU would win the NFC East, and I don't doubt that. I can't agree with that. I mean, they're good, but oh, they'd beat it's, Dallas. It's, 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 it'd it's, beat Dallas. It, it's a it's a college team. I can I can't never take that seriously. Yeah, and so are half the teams in the NFC East. That's true. Um, but you came in second with me and a couple yep, other people. Yeah. Hey, exciting news! We had nine counting us nine people playing. That's awesome. Week. That's good. That's that's definitely up, and we encourage everybody to. Even if you haven't played so far, you're not eligible for the playoff. You can still play. But you can still play. won't be eligible for the grand prize. Right. But so, you can still more than welcome to um, participate. Absolutely. I think we have um, – my count's going to be off, but it's going to be like uh, somewhere between 10 and 12 people eligible. Should be fun. And, uh, of course, the winner will be the best person if you or I are in that position. Right. The best person who is not already part of the show will win the prize. Right. So we'll, we'll play along, but – if Chris comes in first, then it'll be the next person. I'm already on the podcast. I really have no use for that prize. Correct. So it won't do me any good. I can just grab two mics and just talk twice as much, but I don't think that's going to fly. No, 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 no. It'll be too much for me to handle. Yeah, yeah. Too much for me to handle. Uh, well, let's, let's announce the winner from this week. Uh, yes. Uh, Liz went 5-1. and one. Job, Liz. Uh, if only, <clears throat> and I say this with a heavy heart, if only, Tom. Brady could have banked for her. Yeah. Wow. And we'll get into that. You could have banked for the real Patriots. That would have helped, too. Yes. We'll get into that a little bit later. But good job, Liz. Way to, way to stamp out the competition. Yeah, her first week playing, I believe. Well, no, she played last no, week. No, this was, yeah, it would have been her second week uh, playing. But um, she caught yeah, on pretty quick. Did real quick. Real quick. Uh, she got, uh, I don't want to say she got lucky with uh, Thielen active but not playing. But, you know. She made a, a shrewd decision to have no, no, no. She she was good. Luck she, is for those without skill. That's that, not Liz. She did that was good. a shrewd decision good. there. She did good. Uh, but yeah, five and one. That's that's it. Came, it came down to last night's game, and unfortunately, uh, Jimmy G couldn't help me out this week. So I tied with you and a couple other people, and um, we had some um, other people bringing up the rear, but they're um, learning the ropes as as a couple people other are. Yeah, it takes time. It takes time. It does. Um, oh, until last week, I was perennial, perennially, big words, more than two syllables. Sorry, guys. I was uh, continuously. Yes. Uh, since we started the contest, one in five, two and four. It was, so, it was tough. <laughs> and was I helped tough. set the contest up, and I couldn't even do it right. So it takes time. <laughs> Things take time. Uh, so we have a playoff banker tank coming up. Uh, we went over that last episode. Um and I think uh, next episode we'll have uh, the layout of where it's going to be and how you're going to get us the information um, so that we can an accurate account of everyone's uh, picks. And we'll start this weekend because we're already going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, we will have that information with our picks on Friday, Friday morning's episode. Yep. And uh, at some point during the day, We'll have a even if it's not a typical post where it has the pictures and all the 
yeah. all the nice work Ben does so much work on, it'll be some kind of poster where you say, hey, this is where you do it. Right. This is, these are our picks, even if it's just written out. These are our picks. Give us your picks here. Yep. Well, I think we have to get into, um, I think this was going to take uh, the bulk of our time, is talking about the ever-wonderful Black Monday. Yes, it's not a day to celebrate, like, after Thanksgiving, Black Friday. This is this is the worst day to be a head coach well, if you didn't make the playoffs. Wait, there is a discount on the number of employees, employed head coaches in the NFL, so maybe it is like Black Friday. Uh, yes. So we do have – I mean, obviously Rivera was let go earlier in the season. Yeah, which is a shame. Someone's getting a real good coach there. We'll get to that later, though. But we did have two official terminations, and that is Pat Shermer in uh, New York. Kind of saw that one coming. Uh well nine and nine and twenty three in two seasons yeah uh, plus he had experience before so yeah he's not a first time coach trying to build something like and he... and another one which I think we've been um I think we were forefront um campaigning for I don't know if we were campaigning for it but I know I was pretty strong against this guy retaining his job oh absolutely Fre- uh, Freddie Kitchens yeah out as the Browns head coach uh, deserve it so a six and ten team that should have been realistically in the playoffs. Um, it oh. had no control for most of the season. But Ben, Ben, who are they looking at for head coach? The Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns. They have a laundry list of player of of D, uh, DCs, OCs. Who's their main target? I would say their main target is one, Mister Josh McDaniels. Funny, because weren't they just a team complaining about how shady the Patriots were? They were. And now when they get a chance to fire their coach and hire a new one, their first pick, the guy they request first. Yep. Is a Patriots coordinator. Yes, they are. Hmm. I don't know. It's just funny to me. And I will add on to that, uh, Brian Dayball is apparently an interested uh, party for the Browns. Hmm. He is the Bills OC. He's a longtime Patriot um, assistant coach. Go figure. I know. It's strange how that works out. Do you think maybe everyone's just being salty and these guys just know what they're doing? That's why they keep getting coaching jobs? I don't know. Huh. Oh, I, I, can can I throw this at you too? Yeah, real, please real do. Real quick, please do. Another person that the Browns are interested in, one Mister Urban Meyer. Now you're gonna you're gonna scratch your head, right? Right. What does that mean? When Urban Meyer was at Florida, you know who took a visit there every spring? I'm gonna guess Bill Belichick. Yes. Oh, okay. That's why you had a shuffle of uh, uh, talent going from Florida to New England for huh. uh, quite a period of time. Man, I mean, if they're just, I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to stop with the, the uh, kind of condescending. Condescending is getting a little old for me even. It is kind of funny, though, that these teams, first first people they go for, when they fire their coach, they made a bad decision in hiring. Oh, yeah. As a Patriots coordinator or, or, or ex-player of some sort. And it's the like, bra- you know, for all their all of the myriad of things they're apparently responsible for and evils in the world, they may just know what they're doing. Right. And Browns are... I mean, they're casting what I would say a wide web. They're looking at defensive coordinator Dennis Allen, who used to be a head coach at one point. Eric Bieniemy, who I've talked about before, mm-hmm. yep. OC for the Chiefs. They're looking at Brian Dayball. I think Bieniemy's going to find a job. He's going to find a job. I he, think so. He's going to be out of there in Kansas City. He, he's linked to two jobs currently, the Giants and the Panthers. Um, they should be linked to the Browns as well. I Any team that picks up and disregards their head coach – they should look at Eric Bieniemy. Uh, you got three hot coordinators: that's Eric Bieniemy, 
Greg Roman with the um, Ravens, the construct of that offense. He was a former head coach as well, wasn't he? No, I don't think I don't think Greg Roman. I could have sworn Greg Roman was. Uh, I think that's I'm thinking a, of Romeo Cornell. Never mind. And then Robert Sala, the DC for the 49ers. Albeit he's got a ton of talent, but he's made that defense legit. So yeah, there's a lot of teams that have a ton of talent that can't do anything with it. Right. So good on him for doing that. And I'll I'll, I'll say this: uh, there's there's two college two two college head coaches that are in, in um, getting interest. There should be a third. Uh, Lincoln Riley should be somewhere on here, but he hasn't been linked anywhere yet. But you got Urban Meyer, the former Ohio State head coach, and then Matt Rule, the Baylor head coach. I wouldn't take a look at either one of these guys. Matt Rule's been in the Baylor for about two, three seasons, and Urban Meyer's been out of the game for this past season. But they're recruiters. They're not. They're not offensive minds. They're not like their their forte. As I said. Uh, for Urban Meyer before. Their forte is, is recruiting. It's going to be like when Steve Spurrier went to the Redskins. Exactly. Like, he was he was awesome in college. People loved playing for him, but he was a good recruiter and right. college coach, and he tried going to the pros. He just didn't have it. And same thing with, with Butch Davis when he went yeah. to Cleveland. Yep. Same thing. He's a recruiter. He's yep. not a um, – Jason Garrett. He's got to be out. You'd think he'd be out, but they've set up another meeting. Because the first one wasn't enough, you got to have a second one. So now they have another one lined up. And I think we'll, this is a meeting to officially tell him he's not invited back. Uh, maybe, maybe um, Jer- Jerry can't just tell him. He's like a no, son. Remember what I said before we started? What's that? Before we started recording, yeah, Jerry's right. going to call Jason Garrett into the room. Okay. Then they're both going to stand on the same side of the room. Okay. And <laughs> Jerry Jones is going to go. Everybody who works for the Cowboys, move to the other side of the room. Nope, Jason, you stay there. I'll see you later. <laughs> That was a pretty good accent. Too. I thought so. I was trying to do like, not sound like an a-hole with the accent, but have it be kind of Texas. But that's Jerry. I'm the furthest thing from a Texan living up here in Mass my whole life. So I think he's out. He's. he's I think he is too. It's just a matter of time. Uh, if I'm if I'm Jerry, I hurry up because these coaches are gonna click off the board real quick, and you're not gonna have options. Call me crazy. You know where I think Jason Gary goes? Where? Giants. Wow. I think he'd be fine with young talent if he was just left alone. If he could, if he he could probably work with Dave Kettleman and construct a decent team. It'd be interesting to see what Jason Garrett can do when he doesn't have an owner overbearing over his shoulder and be this perceived coddled head coach who just been, was just handed the job right from when he stopped playing. And maybe he can grow. I don't know. And that's that's what I that's what I was I was thinking even when I was sounding critical of him. But yeah, no, with Jason Garrett, I don't really blame him. I mean, you have to put blame on him. He's the head coach, right? But I don't totally blame him because Jerry Jones will never let anybody who coaches for the Dallas Cowboys coach the Dallas Cowboys. He has his own radio show. He tweets all the time. He does not stop talking he can't just let the coach be the coach be the face of the of management to the players and take a back seat and let somebody do it how many good coaches has jerry jones lost over throughout the years because of this at least i can think of two or three he could have had more rings with jimmy absolutely no nope. well no 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 can't have that but had nope. to run his mouth and piss off jimmy and he left and he just left and they got one more ring 
with Jimmy's team. With Jimmy's team. team. Yeah, Jimmy's leftovers, yeah. And then it just started to dissipate. And then Switzer left, and then it's been a shit show since, in my opinion. And, you know, is um, the OC, I don't remember his name. He was a, he's, he was a quarterback no more than like two years ago. He could be the next head coach because what is what does Jerry want? He Puppets. Wants a, there you go. Took the words right out of my mouth. He wants a puppet. And as, as much love for, as a player as I have for a guy like Jason Witten, who's done a phenomenal job as a tight end on the field. Right. He's one of Jerry's puppets. And he said he wants to be a coach. Yeah, he'll 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 sit there and he'll just let just to be known as a Dallas Cowboys coach. He would sit there and let Jerry run the team. Oh yeah, and that's fine. Like I'm not I'm not knocking him for that. If that's what he wants to do, and he's okay with that. Go for it. Go nuts, man. That'd be like Troy Aikman taking the GM position. Yeah, you want to take it, take it. But you know what it is. You're not you're not being John Lynch and taking control of the team and working with Shanahan and constructing this. I would say a pretty dang good team. No, you're going to be the little little puppet GM, and you're going to be – you're not even going to be the mouthpiece. Who? Let me ask you, who talks first, Jason Garrett or Jerry Jones? Jerry Jones all the time. There you go. All the time. I can't tell you the last time I heard Jason Garrett say something where he didn't just look discouraged because Jerry Jones had already been talking about it for the last week. Right. It's, it's how that franchise goes. It's how they've gone as long as I can remember. Do you remember back when Bill Parcells coached for the Patriots? And they made it to the Super Bowl, right. and then Parcells left. Right. And he said, they want you to cook dinner, but they won't let you shop for the groceries. Correct. They won't let you run the team. Robert Kraft would not give him the control he thought he needed to run that team properly. And we all know Bill Parcells, whatever you may think about him, can coach. He can coach. He can create a team. Absolutely. He is, he is a you can build a team, and the players who play for him love playing for him. Right. And for whatever reason, Robert Kraft, that was not his guy. Now, then he gets Belichick, and he's smart enough to know – for whatever reason, Belichick went there under the condition, I get to run this team. Right. Now, Robert Kraft obviously has a fair hand in it still, but it's Belichick's team. Like, he doesn't – Robert Kraft doesn't just go on radio shows and denounce what Belichick did that past Sunday, and right. Belichick just come out and go, it's okay, whatever, it's fine. That doesn't happen. It doesn't happen with any winning team, not just the Patriots. You're not going to see that in Kansas City. You're not going to see that in San Francisco. Sure as I'm not going to see that in Baltimore. They seem like they have a great management structure. Pittsburgh will never do that. No, Pittsburgh they will never fire their coach. Because they take pride in their front office and their management. Right. The same as the other teams I just mentioned. Jerry Jones takes pride in his team. I'm not denying that. I'm not saying he's not a, a loyal owner who, who, who wants what's best for his team. He built Jerry World. Yeah. He's too damn blind to see, though. He's not a good general manager. He can't build a team. He's not a coach. He's a fan with a lot of money. Yeah. I'm a fan. I can get on here and talk all day. But I can't go coach the Patriots just because, or any team, just because I enjoy football. I don't know the ins or outs. Besides what I see when I'm playing Madden, you know? But that's the extent. Yeah. Like, I mean, I do know, like, oh, that defense, this is that defense, that's his defense, this is good, this is smart. I told you when I was at the game yesterday, I'm like, oh, they should have not played zone the entire game. Time on the Patriots-Dolphins game, we'll get to that later. But, like, Jerry Jones can't do that. No. He can't back out. He doesn't, he's too stubborn and proud to realize he doesn't know. He has a state-of-the-art facility. He could probably get the best GM in the league 
pay them very, very well because there's no – I don't believe there's a cap on what you could pay a GM. And there's no limit on Jerry dollar signs Jerry Jones can put in front of you. Right. To get he you to do the, something. Yeah. He could have the best te- – he could probably buy Bill Belichick and and tell and, – and get whatever GM or facsimile of a GM because, you know, Bill would run the team to come to play uh, – be the head coach and GM for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And then – Jerry just says, "Okay, do your thing. I'll just sign the checks." Yep. And Jerry, Jerry has Jerry's line is a little bit farther than Roberts. We can admit that, right? Oh yeah. That he's got a little bit larger. So, so maybe the AB situation, he doesn't get cut because you know we 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 all think that Robert kind of pushed for him to get cut. Uh, Jerry would have gave more leeway, mm-hmm. and. Jerry would have gave more leeway on a bunch of other stuff. But Jerry can't do that. So, uh, looking at the list, if, if if I'm... So, some of these guys, I think, deserve a shot on uh, being head coaches. But if I'm Robert Sala, Greg Roman, Chris Richard, who's the defensive backs coach for the Cowboys, uh, either Matt Rule or Urban Meyer, um, Brian Dayball, Eric Bieniemy. Don Martindale for the the DC for the uh, the um, Ravens. That's their first opportunity. I don't know if I want that. And I if wouldn't. I'm Josh McDaniels or, or Mark McCarthy, Mike McCarthy, I don't know if I want that for my second spot. No way. Because you know what happens after you get two spots. A lot of lot of a lot of times you, you don't, don't get that third. No. Nope. A lot of people don't get a second. Right. A lot of people don't. Just why somebody. The most undeserving coach I can possibly think of in the last twenty years. Oh, you want to you want to talk about him now? Uh, we can. I mean, we were going to go into another coach that has the same kind of, uh, not exactly the same kind of issue, but he's on his second. He's I, on his second term. I'll get angry before I get happy on the on the, on the other end of that. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this guy. Adam Gase sucks. Yes. The for some reason head coach of the New York Jets, who. <laughs> I have no love for as a Patriots fan, but as a football fan, I do feel for that fan base because they are as loyal as you're going to find. Yes. Well, I, I say that about a lot of teams. The majority of NFL fan bases have an incredibly loyal and loving fan base. And most fans are really cool. You see the negativity on the news and stuff like that. Right. Most are fine. You hear a lot of negativity and jokes as Patriots fans about Bills fans and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You see the crap. You don't see the 60,000 people at that stadium who are totally normal, everyday people who go to their job Monday morning and just cheer for their team. So everybody loves their team. Right. They deserve better than Adam Gase. They have a young quarterback who, and Sam Darnold, who I'm not really a crazy believer in, but he has potential. He's shown flashes. They have Robbie Anderson, who I think in the right system could be a star. I really believe that. I think at, the guy's that good. At minimum, a a one B. Yeah, yeah. At minimum, a very serviceable, hey, just put, underneath that top tier. Put him with with uh, Julio, or uh, Hopkins. Oh yeah, a second. Oof, oof. If he can stay healthy and be with one of those guys, absolutely. Then you got Le'Veon Bell. We know what he can do. Well, we do. Adam Gase doesn't apparently. Oh uh, no, no. Because he about uh, what was it you said? Oh, he he's <clears throat> what he's going to do. He's going to do a solid for Le'Veon Bell. A solid. He's going to look at tape from when he was with Pittsburgh so he can try to utilize him better. 
This is the head coach of the team that was the head, that he was the head coach of the team when they signed Le'Veon Bell. Correct. He knew he was coming, and he just now, after one year of just absurd mediocrity, at best, decides he's going to go look at film about what made Le'Veon Le'Veon. And you're admitting this as a head coach. Yes. Shame on you. That's disgusting. You're ridiculous. Your fan base deserves better. Your ownership deserves better. Him getting a second season is an embarrassment to the franchise. Yes. If you had a better owner, he would be gone. And I'm so tired of watching press conferences with him and his woe is me, everyone's like, just I'm too good to answer your questions attitude. How dare you ask me that attitude? The guy's done nothing in this league. He's a joke. He's a sucky coach. He can't game plan. He can't time manage. He is awful. He sucks. Bill gets away with it because he's won. And even. Exactly. And remember that stretch between. It would have been between um, 04 to 16. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple of of appearances in the Super Bowl, but even as a a diehard Patriots fan, time went on. Mm -hmm. Guess what you forget? You forget, you forget that the winning. You forget yeah. that 04 Super Bowl. Happened to Mike McCarthy in Green Bay. Right. He won the Super Bowl, and a couple of years later, I mean, everything was still the same. Rodgers was still there. He was still there. Same management. But you're memories not- of that championship became more and more distant, and it wasn't working. And they said, okay, you're out of here. I- but he had at least one. Right. Same with another guy on this list. I'm not going to mention yet because we don't want to get carried away. Right. Didn't win. Made an appearance. Was successful. So even though his team had a down year, management said, "Okay, you know, we'll give you one more. Yep. We'll we'll see what you got. We don't want to just we don't want to just cut ties just yet and make a mistake and rebuild. And we don't have to." Gase is awful, and and you have a litany of options: Chris Richard, Eric Bieniemy, Robert Sala, Greg Roman. These are all fantastic options to say, okay. Let's let's get rid of Adam Gates because he sucked in Miami. He sucked his first year in, in New York. I don't care what happened with 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 um, the mono with uh, Darnold. You sucked. Yeah, the team was bad no matter what. And you you don't <clears throat> you don't know how to use Le'Veon Bell, but you're going to go look at film. Get the heck out of here. I'm going to go get one of these kids. I, I use the I use the term you know loosely because it's they're. As far as their head coaching youth, get one of these guys. These mm-hmm. guys have Eric Bieniemy is a great offensive mind, absolutely, and he's learning from I, I, what we can say about Andy Reid all we want. He's a great offensive mind, absolutely. And Eric Bieniemy's been been lockstep with him for the next number of years. He knows what he's doing. My problem with Andy Reid is not knowledge based. It's when the people compare him to the great coaches of all time. Right, that's not warranted. But he knows what he's doing. And Greg Roman took. A quarter, he's a quarterback, guys. A quarterback, and said we need to make an offense for him. Mm-hmm. That's and going did. to work. And guess what? That team is the number one number seed. one seed and looks like a buzzsaw right now. And doesn't look like anyone can stop no anybody. I anybody. Mean, NFC, AFC doesn't look like anyone that game could be played on the moon in Baltimore. Still pulling up forty points. And I don't know much about uh, Kevin Stefanski, the uh, OC for the Vikings. I mean, the Vikings are the Vikings. I don't take them too seriously, but. Looking at a couple of those guys, you could have blasted out Adam Gase and, and have a chance. You know how I feel about Freddie Kitchens. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would rather sign Freddie Kitchens to a lifetime ironclad 
Oof. unrevocable contract to be the head coach of my team before I will let Adam Gase walk in the front door of my facility and take the garbage out. That's a bold statement. Yeah. He is awful because he's bad for the team. He is. And Freddie Kitchens sucks too, by the way. That's, no, that's not a... Uh, that's no praise of Freddie Kitchens. That's just how much I dislike Adam Gase in any fashion. He's a negative person. He's a negative coach. He throws his team under the bus. He sits there and says he doesn't want players on his team. He's never won anything. Him and the GM... Ever. Tra- him and the GM tried to trade their best defensive player. And they traded probably arguably one of their second or third best player in Leonard Williams to their crosstown rival. Mm-hmm. And then they tried to trade supposedly Jamal Adams to the Cowboys potentially. That didn't go through. He doesn't have all the collateral built up from winning and doing positive things to be this pissy with the media and everybody else and get away with it. Right. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. It, Belichick can do it because he wins. The only thing I think I think that I can remember that Adam Gase has done is he was the OC for the Broncos. I think when Manning's first year, I think that I think he was. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, because we all know by that point Peyton Manning needed Adam Gase to oh, be yeah. any good. No, yeah. He absolutely needed Adam Gase. Yeah. Um, no, ridiculous. I, I just I. This is what's going to happen, right? They're gonna, he's going to be the head coach next year. B- Buffalo, if if Josh Allen can improve, is on the way up, right? Sure, absolutely. The whole Patriots. Team is. We'll have to see what happens in the offseason, but the Patriots are the Patriots. What, what if they have Bill and, Br- and Brady? The Patriots are top of the division. They're going to be up there, yeah. Miami. Mm. We have to see what they do in the offseason. Yeah. See what they do in the draft and free agency. Uh, but it would you would think they would trend up? I would think so. Are the Jets trending up? No. Not with Gaze. Could you see – scary thought. Could you see a winless – No. No? Because I think they do have too much talent. For all we like to sit here and joke around and, 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 and kind of beat up on them a little bit, mm-hmm. there's a lot of talent on the team. Darnold – you could do worse than Sam Darnold. You could do better. Right. But we don't. I don't think we've seen the best of him yet. I said Robbie Anderson, Anunwa when he's healthy. You know, I saw reports his injury was pretty severe. No, he might not. He, he might, might not, not be able, able to play, play again, again. But hopefully, well, hopefully, whatever's best for him is what happens. Yeah, right. um, if he can healthily play again, good for him. If not, then you know, just be lucky you have your health and, and move on. But whatever, that's a different story. Uh, decent the, tight ends. They're the tight end that that you know was going to make him. Yeah, yeah. An improving line, not great, but hopefully improving. He can't go down much further. Le'Veon Bell, we know what Le'Veon Bell can do. Guy's still only in his late twenties. Right. I mean, he's not old by any means. Some solid players on defense. A team can win some games. Right now, they can win some games. But let me throw this at you. What if they start peeling off talent? And I'll say Robbie Anderson, Lev Bell, Jamal Adams, and C.J. Mosley. And then, I mean, I wouldn't put it by them. I don't. I don't get it. Well, how are you going to rebuild two years after a rebuild? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. It's the New York Jets. No, I know. That's what I'm, I, I get. I get what you're saying. Like I, I understand. But like no. I can see them doing it. Right. But I'm talking from a logic standpoint, as somebody talking as a fan, not of the team by any means, as a football fan to them. What are you doing? You just rebuilt two years ago, and, and you're going to do it again now. And I'll answer that. It's the New York Jets. <laughs> I know. I know. That's that's the point. And, and, yeah. And, and I stated this before. It starts from the owner because mm-hmm. that owner, because the owner, the. the 
the re- recently active owner is the ambassador to Ireland, so he had to give up his rights. So his brother's running the team. I don't know his name, but it's a Johnson. He doesn't know what he's doing. They inherited the team, which is a whole nother problem that we're going to start running into. Oh, yeah. Uh, you got you got multiple teams that are being run by heirs, and they're not, they didn't earn the job. They were handed the job of owner. That's a, Who is actually being prepped for that? I don't know. Jonathan Kraft? Oh, oh, for Patriots, Jonathan Kraft will be. I he, mean, for any team, really, like of all these people that could be taking over their teams due to like just inheriting it after the owner's death. Well, Stephen Jones is is getting prepped, but now Jerry's probably trying to somehow that and that's become a problem. immortal. That's a problem for them. Yeah, and then you had the uh, whole situation with the owners of um, I don't remember their names. I apologize, but when the owner of um, the Denver Broncos passed away, oh, Bowen. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, the Bowling. The Bowling kids fought over it. Mm-hmm. Are still, I believe they're still fighting over it. And they needed the league to get step into that. Uh, but Jonathan's, he's technically the owner the owner of the uh, revolution. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll step right into that. Like, he's already going to league meetings and everything. He is, at every press conference I see when when they interview, jo- uh, when they interview uh, Bob, Jonathan's right there. So he's he's... He's much like Steven. They're getting ready. They're getting ready for the next position. But yeah, there's a lot of teams. I mean, you got the Maris. I mean, that but that that's been going on for years. Oh, the Giants. Yeah, the Giants. Yeah, yeah. They're, oh, yeah. they're 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 right. It's been multiple generations, and then the um. But that's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Rooney's with the Rooney's. Thank you. The Rooney's. But have, those two families know how to win. Right. They've been, that's in their blood. They've been passing that down forever. Well, the the Rooney's make it simple. Here's the job until you don't want it anymore. Right. They've had. Like three head coaches, three in the head last coaches, 50 I believe, years or something like that. Yeah, I believe it's three three head coaches. That's pretty impressive. And they've, for the most part, been <laughs> consistently at least competitive. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, even this year they were competitive. So mm-hmm. that tell, that tells you the system, their system, works. And they 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 puttered out down the stretch, but there's no way Tomlin's job is in jeopardy right now. Oh no, jo- Tomlin's job won't be in jeopardy until he says. I'm done. I think if they really tanked and he showed like he didn't care, he'd be in jeopardy because they're a proud team. But I don't think you didn't no, see that from Tomlin. Because I've I've heard before that well, who was the one before um, Cower? Chuck Noll. Chuck Noll. His last few years, he was kind of eh, but they let him until he just decided to. And even I think Cower maybe stayed an extra year than he really than they really wanted him to, but. He finally decided to move on himself. They really, I think they're really about, you have the job until you don't want it anymore. Well, good for them for having some uh, some faith in the process and seeing things through. Yeah. A lot of teams, I think, would do really good with that mindset. And there's other teams who <laughs> oh, the, hold on to coaches and you're like, what, what are you doing? Case in point, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, okay, there we go, yeah. Yeah, because um, this is another guy that's had his, he's had his second opportunity in Doug Marone. You won't remember his first opportunity because it lasted like two seconds in Buffalo. Oh, and he was, he was building something, and he just up and quit. Mm-hmm. Why is he back? Because I don't, I, don't, I don't see what they're doing. No. They got rid of Coughlin, and apparently the biggest thing that happened is the clocks were all turned back ahead five minutes because he turned all the clocks in the uh, facility 
back five minutes because if you're not on, you're not five minutes early, you're late. Whatever. Which is old school mentality. Right. And if memory serves me right, Tom Conflin has had quite a bit of success. Yes, yes. But unfortunately, it was getting to a point where you also had, you know, tw- like I, I think I said it a couple weeks ago, 20% of the grievances, 20, 25% of the grievances yeah. were against the Jacksonville Jaguars and all these fines that were accumulated over the offseason all got rescinded. So that's probably why he got he got canned. But I don't know what I don't know what Jacksonville is going to be doing. Cuz they have this kid, they don't know what he ha- they have in him. They have Nick Foles who outside of Philadelphia sucks. Yeah, every everywhere outside of Philadelphia is if he's not wearing that Eagles uniform it's kryptonite to Nick Foles. Right. Guys but, just not had success anywhere else. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what they're planning on doing. Maybe they're planning to tank for Trevor Lawrence and then fire him. I don't know, but I'll say the same thing for Doug Marone. I can say for Adam Gase. That is, if they do make it to the start of next season, mm-hmm. they have to probably week six. If they're not in contention for the division or, you know, two and four, or one and five, which I don't see either one of those teams being, right? those guys are out. They'll be done. We gave them a chance. Sorry, they're out. Like, there's just no way. I don't know. Even if you don't want to blame Doug Marone, at some point, you get rid of the, you get rid of other members of management. You just have to say it didn't work in this structure with this game plan with this coaching staff. We have to clear house and start over. You had you had your chance. Yes, you had that one chance within two minutes of beating the Patriots in the AFC Championship in Gillette. Two years ago, and you, you didn't do it, and like your team went through a hangover and just was never ever the same. You had your, and then you had your Super Bowl the next season, week two, and then it just went down from there. Yeah, and they have not, they have not. And your franchise, your franchise corner plays yeah. for another team now. Yep, plays for another team. Um, you still don't have a quarterback. I mean, Minshew. I mean, he's he was a nice little story last year. We don't know exactly what they have. If they're smart, they'll find out. And you got this this kid. Rookie, DJ Chark. I think he's a rookie. He's either a rookie or something. Yeah, he's a rookie. DJ Chark, who seems to be, could we argue, a supreme talent? Absolutely. No argument there. Could, could, could be a top 10 receiver in the league. Absolutely. And then you got talent on defense, and it's, you got Josh Allen and Njaku on the edge. You got. Still uh, got Bouye in the secondary. AJ Bouye still has game. Still has game. Got Little Miles bit. Jacket, linebacker. You got talent, but I can also see if this team, to your point, if they go two and four, one and five, eject yep. Marone, Done. and before the trading deadline, what are we going to get, guys? Start ejecting talent, because then we got to we got to suck for Trevor, because he's the next he's the next big thing coming out. Honestly, if I were them, I would have just said because there were reports Sunday morning that they had already told Marone he was out. All right. And then the uh, Jaguars, I guess, or somebody released a statement saying, no, 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 we didn't say that. He's still in. He's still the coach. Okay. Now, he may be fired tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Because they may say, well, we didn't fire you on, quote, Black Monday, unquote. But we're going to do it on Tuesday. (laughs) So, And I got to think. I got to think. If I'm the GM or if if they decide the GM's done and the owner, again, I'm looking at this talent pool, and I'm saying – there are so many young, talented offensive minds 
you you got to stay, take a shot at one of these guys if you don't think Doug Marone's the answer. Oh, absolutely. And I, I, I don't know how – I don't even know the whole story, and I can see he's not the answer. I don't know how they can sit there as upper management owners of the team and say, Doug Marone's our guy. <laughs> you know, he got the team when he's at its peak. It's been nothing but crumble ever since. Yeah. Even if you don't blame him, like I said, at some point you got to count your losses and move on. Right. Or cut your losses, not count your losses. Cut your losses and move on. But let's uh, move on to somebody else on the list. Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. I think I think his team saved his job. I think I think he deserves a chance too. Honestly, I think they they went out and performed, and they managed to. I think they have a eight and eight. Were they Falcons? Yeah, were they seven and nine? Because I think they ended up with the same record as uh, Tampa Bay. Because they beat them. Yeah, they had the same record as uh, Ted Bay, 7-9. And they actually ended up second in the division. So I, I they they went on a four-game four winning streak. They they literally proved to the, the owner, upper management, this is our guy. We just we just went out and went from 3-9 from and nine to 7-9 and nine in four weeks. To prove that that's our head coach, and I think they were like one and five or one and six. Oh yeah, they before were, they even started, they were won bad. their second game. They were they've looked awful, and they were winning games in all sorts of ways. And they got it together, and they said, "This is a team that went to the Super Bowl three years ago." Said, "Nope, we're not we're not letting our coach, you know, take the fall for this." They went out to play their asses off. The coaching staff did their job, and I think to your point, I think this team playing their ass off saved Dan Quinn. And they had a four and two division record, so you know they beat the Saints once, right? I mean that, just, that tells me everything I need to know right there is that they played for their coach. Who, so yes, he deserved another year, even though they had their Super Bowl year, and then they had the the usual hangover. Um, unless you're the New England Patriots and you don't have a Super Bowl hangover, you just go to three in a row. <laughs> um. But they had the hangover, and they still it still kind of carried over. But they just went out; they they rattled off four wins. They're seven and nine, second in the division. Because technically they're ahead of Tampa Bay. I say that says a lot about the team. It says a lot about the coach. It does. I don't think I don't think he'd be a midseason termination because of what they just did. Yeah, I don't rattling know off four victories, one of them. I think was against the Saints. You got to say, you're going to have all year. Let's go out in the offseason. Let's make some changes. We have some free agents. Mm -hmm. Major free agents we have to decide on, on our team. And we need to see what we can go out and get. Because you need need a running back. Let's be honest. Yeah. Or at least somebody with Freeman. Freeman's not the answer. Not alone. I think if you had a, like a Tevin Coleman to like compliment him again, right, right, he'd right. be fine. Which there but. are options in this draft. Believe it or not, there are options in this draft that are Tevin Coleman, not light. There are there are options to Tevin Coleman more. Right. And I've the, you if you watched some of the uh, semifinal games this past weekend, you saw a couple of them playing that are better than Tevin Coleman. And maybe available second, third rounds. Man, if you watch those semifinal games, I just hope for your sake you weren't a Sooners fan. Oof. Well, I was, <laughs> I was more referring to the second game. Yeah. Because that was a little more close. That was a little, yeah. That was a little more, more competition yeah. there. Although, 
There was controversy, but I won't get into that. Interesting development in in our nation's capital, though. Yeah. Ron Ron Rivera got hired. Riverboat Ron. Yeah, Riverboat Ron. Yeah, we both did not understand why the Panthers would cut him. I didn't see it. I didn't see why. I didn't see that. I didn't think he was the problem. That was a down year with injuries. It wasn't his fault. Maybe, maybe much like I just said about the uh, Jaguars, Doug Marone, maybe they just felt it was time to move on. They hadn't won with him. It was time to just try something different. But, yeah, you got to. Oh, we forgot yeah. about to mention Jay Gruden got fired. Yeah. Oh, that was so long ago. Yeah. But someone but, did. Someone else did get fired in in Washington, though. The GM got. Gone. Yeah, and he should have. He's been in a lot of mediocrity for a lot of years. It's been. I think he was like ten years, somewhere about ten years. He's been with the team, and they've done absolutely nothing. So yeah. it's interesting what Ron Rivera with the decision with Ron Rivera, because I think he's more of a. I, I can't. I think he's a more defensive minded coach, but he's blended it so well. That he seemed to be both sides, which is what you want in a head coach. You don't want that one-sided, you know, Sean McVay, Andy Reid kind of coach, and you don't want the other side either. If they get the right GM in Washington and Daniel Snyder stays as far away from the stadium as he possibly can, mm. then Riverboat Ron can do some good things with that team. There's some talent there. It'll be interesting to see who he gets as his O.C., and I'm not saying one of these guys off the list because if these guys don't get a head coaching job, they will retain their position oh, yeah. with their team. Uh, I'd have to look at what options are out there for OC, but if I were him, I'd get try to get some innovative mind. Um, there is an option. Uh, his name is Joe Brady. He is, No relation to Tom. He's the LSU co-offensive coordinator. And they brought him in, and he turned Joe Burrow, supposedly – Joe Burrow into what he is this year. And Joe, Joe Burrow put up numbers. Future first-round bust for the Cincinnati Bengals? Yes. Because, unfortunately, once you go to Cincinnati, you suck. Yeah. But it's interesting that he's a, a a candidate for head coaching. I would say he'd be interesting as a head, as a OC mm-hmm. for a couple of years with some with some, with a seasoned head coach who's not offensive-minded. Give him the reins of an offensive coordinator. See what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's going to do good things there. As long as they actually leave him alone and give him some. Well, they have to. I think they have to do some reworking on defense. Get yeah. some youth injected in there. Oh, there's work to be done. I don't think they're a playoff team just because he's there. But I think he's going to give him a really solid base. Be really good for those young players. I can see some players getting ejected. Totally. And then, uh, I think Landon. Bye, Col- Josh Norman. I think Landon Collins could be. It's going to be an awkward reunion, Josh Norman and uh, Ron Rivera. Ah, I completely forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, bye, Josh. Oh, You're yeah, he'll be, he'll be he'll be gone. I think Landon Collins will say bye to him. Yeah. Uh, I think that was a bust on. I don't think he fits. He fits a certain scheme, not that scheme. Not that one, no. Um, and I think some offensive uh, players. They got some nice talent though. McLaren and Haskins seems to. He seemed to have grasped it. Shockingly, if you let the guy take the reps during the week and then play during the game he continues to get better it's it's insane um there's one little note i wanted to bring up it's an interesting one chad o'shea got fired as the offensive coordinator for the miami dolphins one day after leading the dolphins offense against a crushing defeat of the patriots which is in gillette stadium which which puzzles me yeah he he 
bounced on New England because he wasn't going to get the OC job. I don't know. It didn't seem like for any any point because Josh. And he, he follows Brian Flores to Miami, gets a job as OC, and now he's out. Kind of, kind of leaving out in the wind a little bit when you knew what Miami was doing, and you're gonna fire him. Yeah. For what? Well, that's okay because if McDaniel's leaves for head coaching job and come back to New England, mm, Bill kind of believe it or not, Bill holds grudges. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, you, Bill also you, wants to win. I I think I think I think he'll be. With uh, Josh, if Josh goes, oh, he'll be his OC. Somewhere? I think it'll be his Josh. Okay. I I, even I though Chad's been with the team, even when Josh left, Chad's been with the team. I think he'll go with Josh because Josh seems to be a little more forgiving, whereas I, Bill is not as forgiving. Because actually, there was a, I guess there was a statement out uh, how Bill doesn't like his coaches when they leave taking anybody. Even though Bill did it when he left the Jets to go to New England, he doesn't like when his his coaches leave and take players. I think it depends how they do. Also, like he doesn't have the team to have any beef with Flores. No, no. But this this came out before the game, which shocked me because it didn't seem like he had beef. But he took like three coaches with him to Florida, which I didn't think was that big of a deal. No. It was like three coaches. One was there were none of them were of great on the high on totem pole but eh. and here's the thing too you can't blame them i mean you can say oh well you're playing for a competitive team why would you go somewhere else it's pride it it, it's knowing you can go to another team and have success there also yeah so if you're gonna be with a guy like brian flores who seems to really know what he's doing and he's building something good down there in miami i'm not i'm not saying they're gonna be a, a number one seed next year but they draft right get some key free agents that could be a dangerous team they're on the upswing you got a guy like Brian Flores, and he tells you his plan, and you buy into it, and you buy into him, and you believe in him, and he says, I'm going down to Miami, and I'm going to create a winner. It's not that people want to get away from the Patriots. No, it's just they see. They they want to be, they'd rather be a big part of something new or something on their own than a small part of what the Patriots have already established, if that makes sense. I didn't phrase that and, right. And, 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 but you have to look at it. It's like Brian Dayball, same situation. He could have been an assistant. He could have been a wide receivers coach, tight ends coach, what have you. Look at the position they want. Josh McDaniels was it isn't going to give up that job until he finds the perfect situation for next the next job. Right. That could be this year. That could be next year. That could be the year after that. And all these other assistant coaches are. Oh, it's like remember when um. When Pepper and, and, and Patricia were um, coaches at the same time, and I don't remember who left as the uh, D.C. I think it was uh, Dean Pease left. And who got the job? Now, now, obviously, you know, Bill, he doesn't give the job right away to somebody. You kind of have it for a year, and then you get the title. Patricia got it. Right. Well, where did Pepper go? He left. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm not getting that job. Okay, I'm out. Right, I'm going to get it somewhere else. Because why am I going to stay here? Right. And, I mean, some some coaches understand that, and they know what they are. But some younger coaches who are trying to move up the ranks, they're not going to just sit there and be 
an assistant coach for their entire career. Well, we already touched on it. Yeah, we just touched on it, so we might as well get into it. We'll get into the ridiculous performance by the New England Patriots yesterday. Uh, I think the word I texted you immediately after the game, embarrassing. Oh, yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, it was. You had the number two seed in the AFC. You had a week off, which you very much needed to heal up some injuries, get your guys some rest. You had a 4-11 and team that, while I just said a whole bunch of positive things about them, should not be in your league for at least a few seasons. And you let them come into your house when it mattered most, when you had the win, after you had just beaten a far better Bills team last weekend, and you let them just walk all over you. This wasn't close. I don't care what the score said. This, I was there, man. Like, that Patriots team, I'll tell you one thing right now. If the same Patriots team shows up this Saturday against the Titans, mm-hmm. well, they're already be there. They're the home team. But if this team plays the same way against the Titans, they can stay home because Tennessee's going to beat them. Because Tennessee's better than Miami. Tennessee is a legit Absolutely. battering ram for a running back and a seemingly blossoming superstar wide receiver. Oh, yeah. Ryan Tannehill, who's been playing great. All the knocks on Ryan Tannehill and all the jokes over the years of him playing in Miami. He's been playing his ass off for the Tennessee Titans. And you have a legit defense. You play the way you did against Miami, and essentially the entire back half of the 2019 season, stay home, you're not going anywhere. And I love the Patriots. You love the Patriots. We're Patriots fans. We don't hide that. But I'm also a realist, and I'm a football fan. The team I saw yesterday doesn't deserve to go far in the playoffs. Well. They didn't they didn't get they have the talent. They have the players. For some reason, the game plan's not there. No. And when it is, the players aren't executing. I don't want to hear any more of this boogeyman BS because no one's afraid of that defense. Fitzpatrick just threw for three hundred. Yeah. Three hundred. A career journeyman who has a history of creating turnovers and being his own worst enemy came into your house when it mattered the most and embarrassed you. And you're supposed to be the historically good number one overall ranked defense in the NFL. Not what I saw. And and Parker was on was covered by Gilmore most of the game, right? Yeah, from what I saw, yeah. Now, only thing I'll say, and I can't I can't understand this. It looked to me I, this doesn't make any sense, but like it was zone defense. And they said it was a lot of there was a mix between zone and man, but they said that on the telecast, so I don't know. With being there, I don't know if it was even different. And I'll be 100% honest. I, mean, I was obviously there, but I couldn't. I don't know enough to tell you Belichick schemes and like what, right. what this, if this is zone, man. It just looked like he was off coverage an awful lot. For a guy that doesn't get beat all that much, straight up, Like it just looked to me like Gilmore is off the ball an awful lot. I mean, he Devontae had eight catches on 11 targets. Yeah. About 37. And Devontae is a fantastic receiver, but I just I don't understand. Maybe Gilmore just got lit up. That could be it. I'm, I, I, the last thing I'm doing is making excuses. I'll say this right now. The Dolphins went in there, and they beat them. Oh, yeah. They were the better team. They deserved the win. But Patriots are known for having a stack, stack, second, stack secondary yes. as well, right? Oh, yeah. But you had Albert Wilson, who with, with many drops, trust me, he had many drops. He got five, five for 59. Yeah. Isaiah Ford. Do you know who he is? Because I don't. 
7 for 54. And I, I know that's not great yards per average, but it's still seven catches, which is for better than what you had in the A New third England. and fourth string receiver against that defense, that's abysmal. Right. By the defense, not the players. That defense, I, I don't know, man. And I didn't realize this until yesterday. The last half of the season, the last eight games, Patriots and Dolphins have the same record, 4-4. Four four. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That tells you all you need to know. So yeah. that historically good defense was really just carrying stats over from that first eight games. Yeah. Because this is not the same team I watched play the first two or three weeks of the season. You had you had you you had four players tied for the lead for the Patriots in catches. Three. Three catches between four players tied. Your top receiver in yards was Philip Dorsett, one. Your second, one of your middle linebackers. Yeah. And like I said, I'm a Patriots fan. I was before they had this dynasty. I will be 20 years from now, and it's just a distant memory. I will be a Patriots fan always. But I'm also a realist. If that team doesn't get their act together, we're watching their last game this Sunday. Oh, yeah. Or Saturday. They'll get. They'll get... They'll get boat raced. I mean, Tennessee can score and they can score quick. When was the last time that that um, Derrick Henry had a, a down game? When it's there wasn't a, any kind of injury involved, it's been a while, right? Excluding an injury, because he just put two bills on uh, the Tennessee or the Houston Texans. Yeah, I mean, it might be an outlier game here or there, and I don't, I don't even, I don't even care that it's a Houston team that wasn't playing all their stars because they already knew where they were going to be in the playoffs. You, st- you still have – you still – and we say, we'll say the point again and again, no matter what situation you're in, you can't replace all 11 starters. You don't have enough people on that roster. So some people were starting. And another thing I wanted to say about the Baltimore Ravens, because that was a team that didn't start any of their stars at all. At all. And they went out. Their backups went out against the Steelers team that needed to win. That had to win and didn't know Tennessee had won yet. They were playing the same time. This team was playing for their playoff lives. And they got the it. Baltimore Ravens backups looked good enough to beat about fifty percent of the NFL starting lineups. Would that include um, the team up here? I don't know if RG three and the backups beat the page. Well. The team I saw yesterday, yes. The Patriots win. The Patriots of two weeks ago against Buffalo, no. Their backups wouldn't have beat them. But that's the... Like, the team I saw... Yeah. Even if they get by Tennessee, which is a big if at this point, that team I saw is not beating Kansas City. Not beating Baltimore. Not beating Houston. They're not beating anyone. And in the playoffs. And I'm not. I'm not trying to be one of these uh, typical New England doomsday. I, I always stand by my team, and I tell you how I feel. There is there is times when people said they're done, and I was like, absolutely not. That team has a lot left to give. That team looked uninspired. The game plan was just. I don't know if they drew it up on a napkin ten minutes before the game started, but that was not a Bill Belichick game plan. I mean, it was, but it didn't look like it. I I, I don't know. And and I'll. And a little bit more bad news, because you, to your point, um, Derrick Henry had an injury game. 
between the Texans. He didn't play that middle. I don't know what I don't know who it was um, offhand. It might have been the Colts. But other than that, that loss to Houston on uh, the fifteenth, where he had eighty six yards rushing, the tenth against Kansas City, he had one eighty eight. Jacksonville one fifty nine, Indianapolis one forty nine, Oakland one hundred three. This weekend against Houston Texans two eleven, mm-hmm. which is why he is the league leader, the league leader in rushing yards this year. And I was completely wrong on that guy. I thought it was a complete outlier his last few games last season when he went off. He had that four touchdown game on Monday Night Football, and he never looked back. Yeah, and I thought I thought that was a fluke. I thought he was going to come out and do what he had done the previous few years of his career and just be mediocre, but he proved me wrong, and he played his ass off this year. Yeah, he did. And it, it, hats off to him. Great season. And, uh, yeah, Patriots are going to have to bring it. They're going to have to figure some stuff out because they're not going to get by the Titans doing what they did this Sunday against the Dolphins. Not a chance. Not Which a chance. brings us. So there you go, folks. For everybody who thinks we might uh, praise the Patriots a little bit too much, we're also criticizing when they play like crap, which they did this weekend. However, earlier in the season, we did our Super Bowl predictions. Correct. For who would be in the Super Bowl. You chose San Francisco 49ers and New England Patriots. Yes. I chose New Orleans Saints. In New England Patriots. I think this was during that nice little run where the Patriots were the actual boogeymen and yeah. they were destroying teams. Yep. I got to say, I mean, do, do, does your picks, one or both teams, oh, still my, stand? Oh, my NFC one stands because I, I they're just going to get better because they're going to get D4 back. Albeit, as long as he doesn't... Jump, jump off sides in the AFC Championship game, yeah. He's fine. Oh, he can't. Well, he can jump off sides in the AFC Championship game. He's Very in the true. NFC. That's, so that's true. how you prevent that problem. You just chip him off to a different league. There you go. See, problem solved. There you go. So, yes, my NFC stand, My NFC team stands. My AFC team, I'm going to support the New England Patriots until the end of their season. Yes. Whether that be at midnight this, this Saturday because they play at 8 o'clock. Or the following weekend, or all the way up to Super Bowl Sunday. No matter when, when it, you know, I'll support them. I'll support them in the off season. I'm not picking them. No. After this garbage, they just performed. I guess they've been, it's been the last two months. And I can't even justify. I can't justify now what they did against Cincinnati because I didn't watch the game. It wasn't clean, was no. it? Buffalo. No, Joe, Joe Mixon ran all over him. Yeah, and Buffalo, I didn't get to watch that game, but apparently they, they played a complete game. One game in the past two months. And I'll tell you, I remember, remember I, I have to correct myself when I'm wrong if I'm going to say when I'm right. I remember saying after that Buffalo game, this team is pulling it together. Right. They're going to go in there to Gillette. Miami's going to come in there against them, and they are going to steamroll the Dolphins. They're going to make a statement. They're going to be kicking on all cylinders on offense and defense. They're going to win by. They're going to win by three touchdowns. I mean, and I really believe that they're watching this team since the early two thousands. Well, I've been watching them my entire life, but this particular generation of the team, the Brady era, after watching them all that time, truly believed they were going to go 
against the Dolphins this Sunday and just destroy them, dismantle them, make a statement, hey, we're here. We'll see you in two weeks with the number two seed. And they just went in and let the Dolphins steal their lunch money in their own house. So as much as a Patriots fan as I am, and I want to believe they were holding something back for the playoffs, which I don't believe that, I want to believe they were, and they're going to go in to the playoffs and dismantle the Titans and then go into another stadium and beat them and go into another stadium and beat them. I just haven't seen it from them this year. I haven't seen that team. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen the heart and just that special it factor that team has had for so long. Would I have you, not seen it since like week four of the season. Would you say it's like 2009? And I know a yeah. lot of a yeah. lot of fans will, when they see a team like this, they'll 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 sing right back to 09. Because it's oh, it's ingrained in every Patriots fan. The same image. I believe it's um. I don't remember where I saw it, but it, it, it's one of those um, specials um, that NFL Films does, and it's a clip of Brady and Belichick on the sideline, and I don't remember which game it is, but it's sometime during the season, and they have Bill mic'd up, and he looks to Tom's. I can't get this team to. I can't get this team to do what I want them to do. And I'm paraphrasing because I don't know exactly what he right. says, but it's that sort of iteration of he just can't get them to do what he needs them to do. And that's the Sean Springs, Adelius Thomas team that just they couldn't get it together. Didn't didn't click. And what did he do? He went out oh, he and went, oh, blew he, it up oh. with the exception of a few players, rebuilt, and then we had you know three of the last five Super Bowls eventually – you know, he rebuilt it for three, four seasons. So, I mean, who knows how much longer he has left. Brady certainly doesn't have three or four more seasons. No. I mean. And we'll get into Brady's off-season yeah, journey off-season thing, yeah. in the off-season. But if you have to choose another team right now, because we're, we're about ready to wrap it up, but I want to get this in. Kansas City. I'm going Baltimore. Kansas City is dangerous, but we, we – I mean, we know what both teams can do. My only complaint is I haven't seen any, any weakness from Baltimore. Since they lost their second game, yep, they know. have been unfriggin' stoppable. And Lamar Jackson is the league MVP. Yep. Right, spoiler alert. I know we're doing that, and we're going to be doing that on... Uh, I, I don't think that's a secret, though. Friday morning show. No, it's not. But, I mean, still. Still bad form. But, you know, he's the league MVP. I haven't seen any weakness from him. The Chiefs are a little different. You've seen them become very beatable against certain other teams. The only thing I'll say about the Chiefs, right, and this is why I picked the Chiefs, is I, I, I look at the Charger with the Chargers game this past weekend and the Miami Dolphins game for the pa- Patriots, and they were they were kind of lockstep. Both these teams were facing division opponents that were giving them a tough time. And it looked like that that team might beat them. There's one difference. Is that the ball got to the playmakers on the Kansas City Chiefs and they did it. They made plays. Right. The ball somehow couldn't get to the playmakers on the Patriots and they couldn't make the plays that they needed to. And that's, that's, that's the difference. Is that Kansas City is littered with so many playmakers 
that they can change the te- the, the the framework of a game like that. Then I, I can certainly see your points there, but again, the, my problem with the Chiefs is Andy Reid cannot game plan for the playoffs. That's true. He constantly shoots himself in the foot. He puts players in the wrong positions. Now maybe this team, maybe the Chiefs just have so much talent they can overcome that. Um, but I don't think so. And I wasn't. If it isn't for a long kick return yesterday, and then a long run by a Chargers team that already looked defeated, I, I think we're talking about two top teams in the AFC who blew it yesterday. Well, I, I, that's my now they didn't. The Chiefs do what they right. had to do. I'm not hating on them. I, I don't. Have anything against them? Not even as a football fan. You know, there's teams as a Patriots fan I don't like. I, you know, whatever. But I don't have any natural rivalry with the Chiefs, other than the fact they're another competitive team. Yeah. I just don't see that cloak of in- invincibility I saw last year from them. Uh, Baltimore, I do. I mean, you're gonna have to go. In, you're gonna have to go into Baltimore and beat Baltimore. Which Good I, luck. Which we don't know what that is. Because they haven't experienced that yet. True. So we don't know what team we're going to see in the playoffs. Right. But Harbaugh's been there. Harbaugh's been there, yes. Harbaugh's been there. Harbaugh's won it. With a joke of a quarterback, yes. Yeah. So now the league MVP quarterback and a solid defense and looks like to be for the playoffs a seemingly fully healthy team. Look out. Uh, dangerous. I'll, Very I'll, dangerous. I'll end with this. On one side, it's intriguing because the Titans and the Texans have both beat the Kansas City Chiefs, which is a problem for the Chiefs because they could potentially face either one of those teams. The upside of the Chiefs is they beat the Ravens, albeit week three of the season. So we don't know how that's going to translate. So it's it's interesting how it's lining up. But who's gonna, who, who is going to be in the championship game? The two teams in the AFC Championship game. Yes, just AFC. We can get the NFC another day. I am going to say, and after all I just said, everyone's going to laugh at me and call me a homer. I am going to say Baltimore beats New England in the championship game. Wow. Dude, I've seen it so many times from the Patriots. Where they looked down and just defeated and They looked awful last year at times. They got manhandled by Jacksonville. They got manhandled by Detroit. They got embarrassed in Miami by the Dolphins, and then they won the Super Bowl against teams. Everybody said they had no business beating. I'm not trying to be delusional. I'm just saying until they prove they can't do it anymore, I got to ride with them. I still don't think they have enough to beat Baltimore, especially in Baltimore. But you give Belichick a one-on-one game plan with anybody, if anyone's going to find a way to do it, he's going to do it. Right. And 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 I was going to go. My instinct was going to be, as I think, I think it's going to be Tennessee and Kansas City. But that 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 means Tennessee beats Baltimore because of Tennessee and New England and New England. Let me tell you something. If you beat if you beat New England, Baltimore, and Kansas City, and win the Super Bowl. Well, no, I have Kansas City going to Super Bowl. Oh, I'll try you. Okay, yeah, yeah, my, my mistake. I got the wrong team there. But I have Tennessee but, going. Yeah, I mean that's something though. That'd be something. That'd be a hell of a job by uh, by Mikey Verbal. Yeah, they're 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 a sneaky team. I don't unfortunately, know. then they'll have they have to pay uh, Derek this week uh, this this offseason. 
That'll be another interesting day. That'll be interesting, but, I mean, but that's a whole different story. is another day. Yeah. Well, as for this day, we are going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, as I'm, I'm sure there is plenty of things we said this episode you may have something to say about. Sure. It'll be about our, our banker tank comeback, any of the coaching positions, the Patriots' piss-poor performance, or our Super Bowl picks. Please let us know your thoughts and opinions. And, Ben, how can they do that? Well, if you want to rag on us for changing our AFC picks, you can go on Facebook. That's Ben and Chris Duck football page. And let us know what you think. Yeah, and don't just rag. Tell us why you think we're wrong. Yeah, have a legit reason. Yeah. Um, if you don't want to go that route, you can go on Twitter. That's Ben, and, ben Chris Talk F O one. Um, and you can also hit us up on uh, Instagram, and that's Ben underscore Chris Talk Football. All right, for Ben, I am Chris. We are wishing you a very happy, safe, and healthy New Year. Please be smart. Don't do anything stupid or dangerous. Hope to see you all back here Friday morning. Thank you.